In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to morning celebration of Mass. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, almighty and merciful God, that the Holy Spirit coming near and dwelling graciously within us may make of us a perfect temple of his glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. From Miletus, Paul sent for the elders of the Church of Ephesus. When they arrived, he addressed these words to them. You know what my way of life has been ever since the first day I set foot among you in Asia, how I have served the Lord in all humility, with all the sorrows and trials that came to me through the plots of the Jews. I have not hesitated to do anything that would be helpful to you. I have preached to you and instructed you both in public and in your homes, urging both Jews and Greeks to turn to God and to believe in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now you see me, a prisoner, already in spirit. I am on my way to Jerusalem, but have no idea what will happen to me there except that the Holy Spirit, in town after town, has made it clear enough that imprisonment and persecution await me. But life to me is not a thing to waste words on, provided that when I finish my race, I have carried out the mission the Lord Jesus Christ gave me, and that was to bear witness to the good news of God's grace. I now feel sure that none of you among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom of God will ever see my face again. And so here and now, I swear that my conscience is clear as far as all of you are concerned. For I have, without faltering, put before you the whole of God's purpose. The Word of the Lord Kingdoms of the earth sing to God. You poured down, O God, a generous rain. When your people were starved, you gave them new life. It was there your people found a home, prepared in your goodness, O God, for the poor. May the Lord be blessed day after day. He bears our burdens, God our Saviour. 
This God of ours is a God who saves. The Lord our God holds the keys of death. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so that your Son may glorify you. And through the power over all mankind that you gave him, let him give eternal life to all those you have entrusted to him. And eternal life is this, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have glorified you on earth and finished the work that you gave me to do. Now, Father, it is time for you to glorify me with the glory I had with you before ever the world was. I have made your name known to the ones you took from the world to give me. They were yours and you gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now, at last, they know that all you have given me comes indeed from you, for I have given them the teaching you gave to me. And they have truly accepted this, that I came from you, and have believed it was you who sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, because they belong to you. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine and in them I am glorified. I am not in the world any longer, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Yesterday morning, if you were at Mass, you would have heard St Paul at the Church of Ephesus and uh, speaking to the early Christians there. And we hear in that passage that there are only a small, kind of handful amount of uh, people, maybe only about 12 men, as it mentions. And there was the kind of thing that we were talking about, or that was uh, speaking about uh, the fact that they'd only received the baptism of St John the Baptist, and that they knew nothing about the Holy Spirit, and of course then that they're baptised in the name of Jesus and given the power of the Holy Spirit in their life. Today the scene changes from Ephesus to a place called Miletus, and probably that doesn't mean much uh, to anybody, uh, but from my own uh, early days of uh, studying philosophy, um, Miletus was a very important place. It was a place in which many philosophers uh, studied and, and, and taught. Uh, and it was a kind of sea change of philosophy itself because the philosophers were beginning to think of uh, winds and rains and uh, storms and so on, not in terms of supernatural events, but rather on a scientific basis and, and rules of the universe itself. Uh, so it's a kind of sea change in terms of knowledge and understanding. We know that St Paul himself travelled uh, to different places 
and it's not by coincidence that he finds himself in some of the most important kind of towns and cities in that particular area and one of those would clearly have been Miletus but he's not there as we hear uh, just to speak to the philosophers but obviously to speak to those early Christians um, and what we find uh, today is that he calls the people that he knew at Ephesus to Miletus uh, to speak to them, their elders, their bishops, the, the ones who were the teachers there. Uh, and simply what he's telling them is that uh, he's aware that he's going to Jerusalem. And in Jerusalem he realises that he's probably going to be imprisoned and there's persecution that uh, lies uh, beyond that for himself. He doesn't turn away from that, doesn't uh, avoid it, uh, but simply knows, he says through an insight that's given to him by the Holy Spirit, uh, that these things lie in front of him. And despite all the kind of things that we know about uh, St Paul himself, his fieriness, his stubbornness, the fact that he can be a very divisive uh, figure, there's something of great courage in, in St Paul himself as he kind of fearlessly rose from place to place, teaching and preaching, but also facing uh, that future that he knows will be his imprisonment, persecution, and death itself and of course that's clearly what happens uh, that he is arrested that he's taken to Rome and that he's put to death in, in Rome uh, as a Roman citizen today the gospel passage is from uh, chapter 17 of St John's gospel and that uh, particular passage is very often called the priestly prayer of Jesus we know in other passages from the Gospels that Jesus very often prays, that he goes to lonely places, that he go up, goes up the mountain to pray, that he prays in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, here we have something which we have in no other part of the Gospel. We actually have that prayer that John himself reveals to us. And of course, a prayer is a very kind of intimate moment in our own life, where our own secret thoughts and words are laid bare. It's almost as if we kind of uh, listen in because uh, we don't want to exactly hear what Jesus has to say. And simply Jesus is speaking to his Heavenly Father about that relationship that he has with him. But interestingly in this prayer he prays for all of those who will believe in him. Uh, and of course we get a sense of that closeness not only of the disciples and the apostles to Jesus, but to those that will come afterwards as well. In Jesus' priestly prayer, we are all included. Um, all our struggles, all the things of our own life, uh, he prays for all of us. Perhaps today we might kind of think about our own life of prayer as well. Um, sometimes uh, we've grown up with certain prayers that we say. Sometimes if we've kind of been faithful to prayer, there are certain times in the day that we pray. Um, but sometimes prayer itself can be a kind of snatch thing um, done in the moment, um, a kind of duty maybe to be done. Um, but prayer itself is, is not meant to be like that. It's not meant to be a duty or a thing kind of done and passed over meant to be the expression of our own relationship with God himself. 
uh, in those intimate moments that we have in that time that we set aside uh, to pray to God, not only for things that we need, but our relationship uh, with him, um, that faith and trust, that love uh, of him that is part of our own life. So today, I encourage you, especially in these moments, and you have lots of moments and uh, that you never had before, uh, to be faithful to prayer, um, to open your heart to God in prayer, uh, to sense his providence, his care, his love, his compassion, uh, his kindness to you in your own life, and grow in that kind of grace uh, that comes with prayer, uh, that relationship that you have with God himself. First thing then is to be faithful to prayer, um, to spend the time uh, in prayer, um, not to somehow find something else to do with that time, uh, but set the, set the time aside, whatever it might be, to read the scriptures, to pray your prayers, to pray the rosary, to have moments of quietness, uh, to always have that time for prayer itself. Um, and very often when you don't have that prayer, then very often everything kind of falls apart, uh, not only in your spiritual life, but maybe in other parts of your life as well. So I encourage you to be faithful to prayer. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept, O Lord, the prayers of your faithful with these offerings that through these acts of devotedness we may pass over to the glory of heaven, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For after his resurrection he plainly appeared to all his disciples, and was taken up to heaven in their sight, that he might make us sharers in his divinity. Therefore, overcome with Easter joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it 
and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. 
Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. We have shared in the gifts of this sacred mystery, humbly imploring, O Lord, that what your Son commanded us to do in memory of him may bring us growth in charity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.